This audio sermon is brought to you by the House of Intercessory Prayer Ministries. For more information, please visit www.hipm.org. The invitation is a special invitation for those who do not have money. And God is telling us that if you don't have money, you can still come to me and buy wine and milk. And you drink it. Then he is saying that God is calling those who spend money for what is not bread. So God looks at us and he tells us you are spending your money for various things on this earth which will not really help you. They are not bread. They will not feed you. They will not feed your soul. And also God is saying that he will make an everlasting covenant with us. And what of God says, it is nothing but the sure mercies of David. And we found out what are those sure mercies of David. The covenant God Almighty made with David to lift him up and to bless his descendants. That was the covenant that God Almighty made with David. And now in Isaiah 55, God is telling that I will make an everlasting covenant with you. The sure mercies of David. And if you understand the sure mercies of David, there is a blessing of God for our generation, for our children and children's children. And God is willing to make that covenant with children of God. And last week, we saw God is asking us to seek him earnestly from Isaiah, the same chapter, verses 6 and 7. We need to seek him in the time when he may be found. And also we need to seek him in the time when he is near to us. That's what the word of God says. So we spend a good amount of time finding out what is seeking. What does it mean to say that we need to seek God? And we referred the scripture from the Old Testament, 2 Chronicles 7.14, that's where the definition of seeking God is found. 2 Chronicles 7.14 as we read. There are three things that we need to do in order to seek God. Number one, we need to humble ourselves and we need to pray to God and word of God says we need to turn away from our wickedness, from our wicked ways. Then we also saw why today people don't seek God? There are various reasons why people don't seek God. We talked about four reasons why probably people don't seek God. They don't feel the need of seeking God. And sometimes even they think that they know about everything. So there is no reason they, they need to seek God because there is nothing that they can find more in God. You know, that's what people think. And we also talked about the ignorance of eternity. People today out there, they don't have any clue of eternity and if we don't know about eternity obviously we are not trying to understand more because we think about all that we are worry about is the life that we have on this earth but then we try to know more about God because we know one day we are going to see him so we are just getting ready when we live on this earth and also we saw the fourth reason why people don't seek God because of the pleasures of this world and then we saw from the scriptures that God may not be found at times, either because it's his time that we are not able to find him, and secondly, maybe because of our, our iniquities. There are two reasons why God is saying that you need to call upon me, you need to seek after me while you may found, find me, or while I am near to you. 
The reason is God's timing is different from our timings at times. So God expects us to find him and seek after him when he can be found. And at the end we were finding out how can we seek God. And again we were just you know, uh, reflecting upon the same scripture of 2 Chronicles 7.14. By humbling ourselves we can seek God. By praying to God and turning away from our wicked ways. And today we are going to continue to stay in Isaiah chapter 55. And we are going to see how God's ways and thoughts are higher than ours. How God's ways and thoughts are higher than ours. Let's read from Isaiah 55 verses 8 and 9. Isaiah 55 verses 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God Almighty is telling us that my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways. In fact, my thoughts and my ways are higher than your thoughts and your ways. You know, no child in this world is born to die prematurely. Every child, when the birth is given, the expectation of the parents is that child is going to live long. And as the child goes, each has individualities separate you know, and distinct from all others. Every child, when it grows, it has an ambition that I want to become somebody. I want to become, you know, like someone. Or I want to do this, that. There is so much of, you know, ambition, ambition built in. Each one is surrounded with multiple choices in their lives as the child grows. A sense of competition and achievement grows along with the child naturally. Agnes was not an exception to this scenario. In the school, she liked to learn science. But she was good in math. And computers were so attractive. And she loved history. She wanted to do everything. But obviously she can't do everything. She has to narrow her you know, choices. And she could do only one thing at a time. And when she grew up, she wanted to do medical science. And she looked into the various options that are available in front of her. And she found out there are plenty of options. Biomedicine, cardiology, gynecology, hematology, neurology, oncology, pathology, radiology, rheumatology, urology and ophthalmology. There are so many stuff around. And Agnes was not sure in which direction she wanted to go. And eventually, she, whether she liked it or not, she ended up in studying dentistry. And after her graduation, she started practicing along with a renowned dental surgeon for three long years. And after gaining a good amount of practice, she decided to start her own clinic. And since last five years, she has been running her own dental clinic along with few staffs she appointed. Agnes thought that is the best that she could achieve in her life. After so many years of struggles, you know, she came up to such a position now that she is comfortable and she's planning, she's pla she was planning to settle down. But one day, she happened to listen to a preaching in one of the auditoriums 
as she was invited by her friend. The man of God was, was preaching from Isaiah 55 verses 8 and 9. And he was saying, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. In fact, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And my ways are higher than your ways. Agnes, listening to this sermon, she was so confused. She thought she has achieved the best in her life. Now she couldn't believe that God has a plan for her. And that seems to be much better than what she thought she has achieved in her life. It is so true. You know, we think that everything is done. We think that, you know, everything that we could achieve, we have achieved. We, sometimes even we feel that, oh, I am already aged. You know, now I am becoming, as long as I live, I am becoming more and more, you know, burdened and useless for my families. In fact, you know, I, I, I started turning to be a burden for people around me. And God is looking at us and today and he is telling us, he is not done with us yet. And what he says, he says, my thoughts are, and my ways are higher than what you are thinking about me. You know, today that's what God was telling me as I was preparing for this sermon. He says, we think that, you know, we come to a point in our lives and we think that, I think that, oh, maybe that's it. That's, that, that's all I can deliver. That's all I can do. But then, you know, God looks at us and he tells us, no, I am not done with you yet. Because my thoughts are different than what you can think of yourself about you. We need to find out in what way God's thoughts and God's ways are higher than or better than our thoughts and our ways. So I just want to quickly go to Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. The very known scripture to us. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. Word of God says, For I know the thoughts I think forward you, says the Lord, Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. In other words, to give you an expected end. Isn't it amazing to know that God thought of us? God thought of us. And he's thinking of you and me still. You know, David was singing to God in Psalm 8, 4 to 5. Psalm 8, 4 to 5. And David looked at God and he said, he understood that God is thinking about me. And he looked at God and he said, What is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him little lower than angels and you are crowned with him with, uh, crown him with glory and honor. You know, at times we are a little lower than the angels. You know, the angels are a little superior. But that's not true always. Because they don't know about what is salvation. They don't have salvation. Right? They don't know many things about God. What we know today about our God. But then, obviously, angels are spirit beings. God has made us a little lower than the angels. But then he has crowned us with glory and honor. And David realized that, Lord, how is it possible that you are mindful of me? You are thinking of me, Lord. Again in Psalm 139, 17, he tells God, How precious, Psalm 139, 17, How precious also are your thoughts to me, 
oh god how great is the sum of them it is good to know that there is someone out there who is thinking of us thinking of me today we are living in a world that people come and go they don't have time to think about anybody else they are busy with their own stuff but it is good to know there is somebody who's thinking of you and me and he's thinking about us and he says he's thinking about us the thoughts of peace and not of evil to give us a good future and a hope thoughts of peace you know when god is thinking about us he is thinking about thoughts of peace the devil our adversary you know always thinking distraction in our lives that's what brother was sharing with us you know i need to listen from god i need to be spiritual because i don't have ability within me to fight with him because he's out one there he is always thinking evil about me but god is saying i am thinking peace on you for you you know peace is a commodity that we cannot get naturally by natural means god has to give us and as i was preparing for this you know i was i was becoming more and more clear you know the annual budget of united nations for peacekeeping is alone 7 to 8 billion us dollars different countries including canada they joined with un involving in the peacekeeping mission by deploying troops in various nations wherever it is needed peace is something that world is trying to find but the world cannot give peace to us and today you know national peace is lost because the individual peace is lost individuals they don't have peace within them and the family is not having peace the churches are not having peace now on the other day yesterday during one of the in, during our prayer meeting in brother rise and sister mercy's house at the end one one woman was sharing there was a church uh, in toronto in ontario it had around 300 plus members and we don't know what really happened the church got split into two and there are only now less than 90 people worshiping in that place so it's very hard to find peace even among the children of god peace is something that world cannot give peace is something that is very difficult to find and today nations are not having peace because the citizens they don't have peace themselves the world today needs really not the peace but they need the world is in need of the peace giver who can give peace to them jesus said in john 14:27 john 14:27 peace i leave with you my peace i give to you not as the world gives do i give to you let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid you know when god said my thoughts of peace are higher than your thoughts he really meant that peace can be given only by jesus no matter how much we try to find that peace we are not going to find because the peace he can give us is much higher than what we can think about or what human can find so god is saying that i can give not the peace but the peace giver i can give you my son jesus and he will give you peace you know as the disciples were afraid after the resurrection of lord jesus christ in john 20 19 we read that jesus appeared to the disciples and in the middle of 
that you know middle of that fear that Jesus uh, disciples were having you know what Jesus said peace be with you peace be with you in Psalm 122.7, Word of God says, Psalm 122.7, it's one of the scriptures, you know, we pray most of the time. Peace be within your walls. Prosperity within your palaces. Psalm 122.7. Peace be within our walls. And God is saying that my thoughts of peace is higher than what you can think about. Hmm? You know, today sometimes we think we feel that our peace is lost. Somewhere along the line, we lost our peace. Maybe at our home, maybe in our workplace, maybe in our church, even sometime, maybe with our family members, we lost that peace. But you know what God is saying? That my thought is higher than your thought. And I can bring that peace in your life. I can give you that peace to you. You know, today people search for that peace in wrong places. They think that probably art of living can settle their problem. Yoga and meditation, they can give the peace that they are seeking for. And to be frank, you know, yoga and meditation cannot give the peace to us. They don't have an idea about what they say, what they are talking about. Yoga and meditation cannot give that peace. It may calm them down or it may... Reduce their stress for that moment. But peace can be given only by Jesus. Because the real peace is nothing to do with their mind. The real peace is nothing to do with their body. The real peace is something to do with the soul. It's something to do with the soul. If our inner man is not peaceful, no matter how much you try, we can bring, ten, you know, we can bring momentary calming down of our mind and our flesh, but we, can, we cannot reach. And these people through yoga and meditation, there is no way you can reach the soul. Only Christ can reach, touch our souls. That's the reason we find the real peace in Jesus Christ. Today, people out there, they long for that peace, but they really don't know where to go. And Jesus says, God says, I have the thought of peace. Thoughts of peace upon you. And secondly, God says, thoughts to give you a future. Thoughts to give you a future. Now, I remember two characters from the word of God. First one, obviously, Daniel. You know, when Daniel was taken as a captive to, the, to Babylon, he would have never thought that he will become an important official in the kingdoms yet to come. He would have never thought about it. But Daniel was taken as a captive. Now here God Almighty is saying, I have a thought to give you a future. I have a thought that to give you a future because my thought is higher than your thoughts. And it was so true in the life of Daniel too. He was taken as a captive to Babylon and he became an important official in the kingdom of Nebuchadnezzar, the Babylonian king. And word of God says, kingdom, Babylonian king, Nebuchadnezzar, he finished, he ended his kingdom. But Daniel continued. Daniel continued. And he has seen Belshazzar. He ruled with Belshazzar, the king of the Chaldeans. And word of God says, Daniel continued. And he ruled with Darius, the king of Medes. And continued to rule with king of, uh, king of the Persian, Cyrus. It was taught by God Almighty. And word of God says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Another person I can think of is David. In 2 Samuel 7, chapter 7, verse 18. 
Second Samuel chapter 7 verse 18 what of God says The king David went in and sat before the Lord and said to him Who am I O Lord and what is my house that you have brought me this far Little background before that David would have never thought that he will be made a king of the nations and he would have never thought that his descendants will be you know, will be lifted to the throne. When God sent prophet Nathan to David to announce the everlasting covenant that God is making with David, the sure mercies of David, God was saying, your kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom. A couple of previous verses. That's what exactly God was telling. Your kingdom will never die. You know, in fact, it is so true that David, David continued and his sons, his descendants continued and Jesus came on his way. And you know what? He, Jesus is going to reign. Even in the thousand years reign. On this earth. And into the eternal, eternity. Jesus is going to continue to be there. And word of God says. David has an important role to play. Even in the eternal kingdom. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. And David. When he heard this. Word of God says. He ran into the presence of God. In 2 Samuel 7.18, the King David went and sat before the Lord and said, Who am I, O Lord God? And what is my house that you have brought me thus far? He is remembering. He is having a moment there. Thinking about how much God has thought of me. How much God has thought of me. What of God says, Thoughts to give you a future. If you are worried about our future, maybe the future of our children, the good news is God has already thought of us. God has already thought of our future. It is in His hand. If we think about our future, it is always foggy and bleak, filled with questions. We don't have any idea what we do next. We don't have any clue. But then God is saying, you as a human, you have a limitation. You can, you can think, you know, how much ever you think, you know, you can't really go beyond the roof. You can think, you know, within that, we cannot do much. Your ways are narrow. But you come to me. Because I have a thought which is higher than your thought. And how much high? It's higher, like as far as the heaven is from the earth. It is that high. He's saying us, give yourself to my hands, into my hands. Give your children in my hands. Because my thoughts are much higher than your thoughts. You know, this verse really helps me to believe that God has not done with me yet. I'm sure it's the same thing with you. Do you believe that? I believe that for sure. You know, I believe that even for this ministry, there are days which we have not seen in this ministry which are yet to come. We don't, we need to just believe it as we read Hebrews 11. We need to believe it that God will do it. I believe it. And I have God's word before me, the promises of God before me, that we need to hold on to those promises. And one day, his thoughts will become our thoughts too. His thoughts will be fulfilled even in my life and in the ministry and in all of our lives. You know, we want to see those days coming in our lifetime when we live on this earth. And there are so many prophecies which are spoken, which has gone before us. The prophetical words which came 
into our lives. Think about those prophecies which were spoken into our lives. Where are those prophecies? God says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And my thoughts are to give you a better future. Where are those prophecies? We need to ask God today. Lord, where are those prophecies, O God? Before we see dead rising, Lord, we want to see the headache is getting healed. We want to see the cancer leaving our body. We want to see the lame walking, Lord. We want to see the deaf and dumb spirits leaving from our body, Lord. We want to see those days in our lives. And I am sure God will do it because His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Finally, he has thoughts to give us hope. Thoughts to give us hope. You know, by ourselves, we are hopeless. But when we give ourselves to Christ, when Christ comes into our lives, He gives us the hope of eternity. The only one hope that world is lose, world, world doesn't have today is the hope of eternity. The hope of eternity. And now God says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts because I have a thought to give you. I really thought of your eternity. I know where you are going to spend the eternity because my thoughts are higher than your thoughts and I am giving you that hope today. I am giving you that hope. The hope of being raptured along with the church. Where do we get that hope outside this word of God? It's all here in the word of God. The hope of being raptured along with the church. The hope of not being here on this earth during the seven years of tribulation. The hope of the resurrection of the saints. We want to see that happening. We want to see that happening after the seven years of tribulation. The, uh, the resurrection of the saints happening. We want to see that we are taking part in the marriage supper of the Lamb. The hope. God gives us that hope. The hope of coming back to this earth, to rule over this earth along with, Christ, along with Jesus Christ for a thousand years. We want to see the days then when Satan is bound for a thousand long years. God is giving us that hope today that you will see those days in your lives. The hope of seeing the resurrection of the wicked for condemnation. The hope of standing before the white throne of judgment, not to be condemned, but to enter into the eternal heavens. The hope of seeing the wicked being thrown into the lake of fire. The hope of the false prophet and the beast being thrown into the lake of fire before people go there even. The hope of seeing the renovation that's going to happen on this earth by fire. The hope of dwelling in the new heaven and the earth and living with the Lord forever and ever. God says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Thoughts to give you hope. A song penned by Edward Mott in 1834 goes on saying, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly trust in Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is singing sand. When darkness seems to hide his face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. His oath, his covenant, his blood support me in the whelming flood. 
When all around my soul gives way, he then is all my hope and stay. When he shall come with trumpet sound, oh my, oh may I then in him be found, dressed in his righteousness and lone, faultless to stand before the throne. Why do this? We get this hope because his thoughts are to give us hope. We find that hope in Christ Jesus. When we have such a hope, when we are called to such a heavenly thing, when we have a high calling in our lives, God wants us to live as children of hope when we live on this earth. And many times we get easily discouraged. Many times when we look at people and we just get a, we really fed up with things that's going on in our lives and we see around. But God is encouraging you today and he's telling, I have a better plan for you. My plans are in fact totally different than what you think about. My plans are much higher. My thoughts are much higher than what you can think. You know, our petty issues are immaterial, really not material in the grand scheme of God. Our light affliction that we have on this earth for a moment has no impact on the eternal scheme of God. Our struggle over our finances, our struggles that we have in relationships, in our families, can no way pull us back from the plan that God has for you and for me. Because God says, For as heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Thoughts of peace. Thoughts to give us a blessed future. Thoughts to give us a hope. And today God is speaking to each and every one of us. I believe God wants to encourage us. He spoke to us today that we are not children of darkness, we are children of light. He spoke to us today saying that we need to walk by faith, not by sight. We need to remember all the testimonies that they have walked before us. And now God is telling us, I have a better plan for you. My thoughts are higher thoughts. My ways are higher ways. What else you and I need as children of God when we live on this earth? All that we need to do is, we need to surrender to the plan of God. Surrender to the will of God. And the thoughts of God and the ways of God and tell him, Lord, I cannot do it, Lord. You do it for me. Lord, I don't really have an equal go of how to move forward. But Lord, I know you do it for me because you already thought of it. Even before we started doing it, he already had a plan about it. Even, even we may not have a plan, but then God has a plan about what we need to do. Just give it to God. Hope you are blessed by this teaching. Please write to Pastor Balan Swami Nathan at balan at hipm.org. God bless you.